Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steeler fans, it is time once again for another episode of Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis here with Steel Curtain Network. Yes, formerly known as Behind the Steel Curtain. You know that deal. Had a little bit of a change. Yeah, just uh, changing some names of the network. That's okay. We got the boot from somewhere else. No problem. This is a network that is going to live on. And it's going to live on because of great shows like Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman that you heard this morning, every Monday morning. It's a flagship show. You're going to get Jeff on Wednesdays and Fridays as well with that same Let's Ride studio show. Then tonight after this show, you'll get a chance to check out another episode of The Hangover with Shannon White, Tony Defio, and me. I'm in that mix as well. Jeffrey Benedict with The Cutting Room Floor and The Draft Show right now. It's The Fix Used to be the draft fix. Used to be the fantasy football fix. Hey, it's whatever you need it to be. It's Jeremy Betts. It's Andrew Wobar. They have some great draft guests each and every week. I'm not sure what they have going on this week, but if it's a guest or not, doesn't matter because they're preparing you for what is coming up. As always here at Bad Language, we like to go ahead and take a topic that is kind of off of my cranium. I try to go in a different direction than what everybody else is going in. And it leads me to a question that I had recently. And that's Brian. Who's your other favorite team beside the Steelers? Now, I got to say, I don't have one. Just like the question that I got when I was guesting on the homies by accident, I just showed up just to... uh check out what was going on on that show just to monitor it and see how good that show is because it really is good and i wanted to talk to the guys afterwards and they pulled me up on on and they said bad who's your favorite stealer past or present and that's another thing that i have a hard time answering because just like do i have another favorite team no not really there's teams that I could root for when the Steelers aren't playing because they are the lesser of all evils. You know, I do that in baseball. I do that. I really don't do that in any any other sport, not really hockey. Baseball, I've always had teams like the San Diego Padres that I didn't mind, you know, uh, the Cleveland Indians. 
teams like that. You know, in football, it's hard for me to answer some of those questions because if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers player, you're there, I love you for the most part. You might make me mad, but you're a part of the team and I'm going to root for you to the very end. And when you're gone, I'm still going to root for you like I did in the Super Bowl last week with Javon Hargrave, with Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju really disappointed me with the antics afterwards. I just, you know, that's not my style. If you listen to what Ian's talking about, they said, you know, Juju didn't really do anything wrong. I, you know, I actually, I respect that opinion too. For me, that's, yeah, it's just not my thing. So, but everybody has an opinion. And the great thing about here at the Steel Curtain Network, every opinion you respect, as long as you respect the person that, that is saying it. And there's always different angles to listen to. So that's a cool thing. So the question that I had recently is, who do you hate the most? And I'm like, ooh, I could probably answer that question. And then it hit me that I didn't know how to do it. Sure, I wanted to say the Ravens. Sure, I wanted to say the Bengals. Sure, I wanted to say every other team that has wronged me in some time. But it's hard because you look at so many different things. And just like that favorite player conversation, my most hated team changes. Season to season, sometimes in mid-season, man, it's hard when you have to root for the Baltimore Ravens against the Cincinnati Bengals. I do that rooting guide every week. And I'm asking you to root for teams that you wouldn't normally root for. Because it's how it benefits the Steelers. Yes, I'm going to ask you to root for the New England Patriots sometimes. And you're going to say, bad. I'm never going to root for the Patriots. I can never do that for everything that happened in the past. Just like my parents and your parents and your grandparents, they're never rooting for the Raiders because of everything that happened in the 1970s. We look at the Raiders now and we look at, yeah, that's the team from out West. Where are they this week? Are they in Vegas? Are they in LA? Are they in Oakland? Where are they going to be next? Rancho Cucamonga, the Rancho Cucamonga Raiders. They'll be somewhere out West. Will they be the Albuquerque Raiders? You know, they were almost the Oakland Seniors. True story. Look that up. That's really interesting stuff. But everybody has a reason to dislike another team. Just like you have a reason to dislike a person because you had a bad experience or a series of bad experiences. There's a reason for it all. You know, in 30 years from now, people will wonder why we hated the Patriots. Fans of the Steelers, why we don't like the Patriots. So it's a really interesting thing. So I decided I'm going to rate my hate. My list is going to be different than yours. But I'm going to go 15 all the way down to number one, Casey Kasem style, because you know Casey Kasem's my hero. Keep your feet on the ground. And you know my story. I grew up listening to Casey Kasem every week. Grew up watching the Steelers every week in the fall. My two heroes at the time, 
Actually, they were like more like father figures for Casey Kasem and Chuck Knoll. Then in 2014, they died on the same weekend at the same age of 82. How ironic is that? So that's how I spent my weekends in my childhood. And there's teams from my childhood that I disliked. Do I dislike them now? Yeah, I'm still going to feel that way against some of these teams. But when I rank these teams, you're going to laugh because you would think some of these teams would be a lot higher. But the ranking for me is based on 2023. And it could change in 24. And I tell you, it does not look the same as if I made this ranking in 2020 and 15 and so on and so forth. So let's do it. Number 15, the Houston Texans. Like I think most of you would agree that the Houston Texans, they don't mean much to us. They really don't, man. You know, the Texans aren't really a team that we have to worry about. The Pittsburgh Steelers only lost to the Houston Texans once. And I think that was 2013, and that was a, a really rough season for them. They were really struggling way back then. They started out 0-4, almost made the playoffs, though. I talk about that 2013 all the time, that 2013 team all the time, because it's you know a team that figured things out at the end, but it was way too late after starting out 0-4. But Houston's always been rootable. Now, they're kind of a sad sack team. And of 1 through 15, you'll realize that Houston, as far as AFC teams, right now they're insignificant to the Steelers. Let's look at number 14, the New York Jets. Man, it took a long time for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New York Jets to really establish any kind of real competition because the Steelers own the New York Jets from the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, they first played in 1970 and the Steelers went off to beat them every single time they played until I believe it was 1988. I remember it. I was getting ready to go to my grandmother's for dinner. And what happened? Well, the Jets, who really weren't considered a great team, came back and beat the Steelers. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the score at that time, well, I think it was only a two-point margin. It was actually, actually, I'm wrong, it's 24 to 20. And that happened in 1988. So right before Halloween, and I remember, man, they finally lost to the Jets because I had a buddy, still very good friends with this guy, my buddy Jim. He's a diehard Jets fan living in Western Pennsylvania, and everybody gave him crap all the time. But the Pittsburgh Steelers won a lot of games in a row. How many? Would I shock you if I said they went 9-0 and before they lost for the first time? Now, the Steelers are 20-7 and in history. But if you look at all the games since 2007, you would be shocked to know that the Steelers are only four and five against the Jets since then. But they own the Jets from the beginning. But are the Jets really significant right now? I think they're going to be a good team. I think a lot of people they are going to be stuck in the craw because of that uh, last loss that the Steelers had in week four. 
But nah, they're not that much of a big deal, really. Are they? Nah. They really are not. This next team is probably going to be one that surprises a lot of people, but it shouldn't. And it's the Indianapolis Colts. And why do I not care about the Indianapolis Colts? Much in the way that the Jets are not that significant to the Steelers. The Colts aren't either. And the reason the Colts aren't either is the Steelers just own the heck out of this team. They are 27-6 and against the Indianapolis Colts. They have won eight in a row against Indianapolis. And a lot of the uh, the games against the Colts, the losses against the Colts, most of them happened in the 1970s. They lost three times to the Colts in the 1970s. They lost once in 84. They last lost to the Colts in 2008, and they lost to them in 2005, and that's it. So for me, the Colts are not a big deal. Now, if we're talking 10 years ago with Peyton Manning and them winning a lot, they'd be a little bit more of a public enemy, number one. So that's a good thing to look at. But based on the other teams and the importance of playing against these other teams, well, like I said, not that big of a deal. This next one's going to be surprising to a, a lot of people. And it is the Tennessee Titans. First, you're going to notice here, man, I've mentioned out of the first three teams that I've mentioned here, actually the first four teams, who's up? Yeah, it's the AFC South. I guess the AFC South does not mean that much to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans here. Why am I going with the Tennessee Titans here? Well, it's because with the exception of one really big loss, they're not that big of a deal. Now, we can look at the Tennessee Titans and say, hey, yeah, they were the Houston Oilers. Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers, something, something, love you blue. I, I don't remember how that went. No, they had love you blue in there. And the Oilers back in the day were a pain in the butt. Not just Bum Phillips, but with one Jerry Glanville. But to me, the Oilers are a defunct team now. They're not in the same place. Now they're playing in Tennessee since they moved. I believe that was 2000, excuse me, 1996 when they decided moving for real. So I don't really consider Tennessee that big of a deal. But if you look at the standings and you look at not just the standings, but the history, they kind of include the Houston Oilers in that. And the Steelers are 48 and 32 all time. When you look at all of that now against the Titans, the Steelers have won four in a row last lost in 2013 in the opener. Remember they went on one four. We just talked about that. The Titans kind of, when they started out, they were in the same division as the Steelers, too. And they kind of owned them since 1999. Now, they were the Tennessee Oilers for a couple of years, too. But if you look at it, whether they were the Oilers, no matter who they were, Steelers won the first game. And then they went on to lose, oh, my gosh, eight in a row. 
eight in a row. Then they then they started putting it together. But against the Titans, they do have a losing record. If you look at it that way. They're actually like seven, eight, nine, ten. They're actually like 12 and 13 against the Titans. Or against Tennessee teams. Which is, you know, very top heavy. So for right now, it's not a big deal. Not that big of a deal. And when the, the Steelers play them, the Tennessee Titans have been a good team when the Steelers have played them, but the Steelers have owned them as of late. Well, four in a row. I get it. But based on other teams, they're not that much of a deal to the Steelers at this particular juncture. Now, here's an interesting team, and it's basically because I still have 1994 stuck in my craw, but it's the Chargers. Steelers are 24 and 11 all time against the Chargers. They've had those two playoff losses against the Chargers. They had that one big playoff win, which is great. The last time they played was a thriller, a 41 to 37 loss in 2021. Really, I think if the Steelers had more time, they were going to go ahead and win that game. But for the most part, this is a very disappointing team. Chargers should be a lot better than they actually are. I don't think they're coached well by Brandon Staley. But I think when it comes to the rivalry and hate, Chargers aren't up there. They really aren't. In fact, I, I don't think they're up there at all. That's why I have them ranked where I do at number 10. Now we get into the top 10. Well, I guess we are, were in the top 10 with the Chargers. Let's look at number nine. And this is the one that I talked about at the very beginning. And it is the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a weird one for me because when I was growing up, you hated the Raiders. You were told that you hated the Raiders. Your family told you, you have to hate the Raiders. John Madden, he was beloved by everybody, not me. I thought he was a shyster because how, much, how bad he talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really did. I, I, I still watched him. I respected him, but when it came to the Pittsburgh Steelers and him crying about the Immaculate Reception, I didn't love him because of that. He's done a lot of great things, don't get me wrong. But I grew up being told that Oakland Raiders, the Los Angeles Raiders, Al Davis, guy had the same last name as me growing up. I'm like, hey, he might be a relative. My dad's like, doesn't matter. We don't root for the Raiders. Like, we're going to root for the Eagles in Super Bowl 15. Dad's like, yeah. Well, I really didn't ask him that because I was too dumb. I was too young. I didn't know. The Raiders lead the series 17 to 14. The Steelers had that thrilling win. We know all about the Immaculate Reception. We know all about that. Recently, it seems like the Raiders have owned the Steelers a little bit more. The Steelers are actually only three and six against the Raiders. Since 2006, they kind of even it up when you go down the ledger since about 1994. If you look at it that way, the Steelers are like eight and seven against the Raiders. So it, 
it's not that really that lopsided as you would think. But growing up, man, when they had to go out to Los Angeles, that was tough. My favorite year, 1984, started out really bad. January 1st, they lost 38 to 10 to the Los Angeles Raiders. New Year's Day. I'm listening to my Casey Kasem countdown. I'm watching this debacle. You know, I was happy with the way the countdown ended because, well, it was the year-end survey, and that was my favorite thing. They did 100 songs. And when you're 11 years old, that's the coolest thing whatsoever. Well, I guess I just turned 12 in December. Every Breath You Take was number one. Life was good with me. You know, I was cool with that. But every step the Steelers took on the field that day was a disaster. Lester Hayes and Michael Haynes, they just dominated Pittsburgh. It was tough stuff. But the Raiders, as of late, they have not been significant in the league, but they give the Steelers a tough time. I can't rate them higher because there's other teams that are kicking the crap out of the Steelers a little more. And when the Steelers play them, they're a pain. But I think this Christmas Eve started to turn some things around. Look, we're going to go ahead and take a break here. And we are going to get into the top eight of hate here on Bad Language from Stu Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we are back. It is bad language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, and we are counting down. You know, I always love a countdown. I got to do it on the radio a few times over the years, and now I get to do it here. So let's do it. Let's go ahead and get into eight through one on my hate rankings of teams in the AFC. I really did not include the NFC. Might do that a little bit on the hangover tonight. I'm going to get the other guys involved in this and probably do a recap of this as well. So let's go ahead and recap so far. Who have we had? Well, at number 15, it was the G. It was the Houston Texans, 14, New York Jets, 13, Indianapolis Colts, 12, Miami Dolphins, 11, Tennessee Titans, 10, Los Angeles Chargers, and number nine, the Las Vegas Raiders. And number eight is a very interesting team, and a lot of people are going to wonder why I rank this team so high. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, we finish up the South. The Jacksonville Jags lead the series 14 to 13. The very first game these two teams played was in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville beat them. And that was the Super Bowl season for the Steelers back in 1995. It's always been a little bit of a crazy rivalry. Remember, they were mates. Well, when I say mates, they were in the same division. When that's you know the central division with the Steelers once had six teams six teams in the same division that was pre-2002 Steelers have actually won the last two games against this team and believe it or not they have won five out of the last seven of these games but 
if you look at the last 11 of these games, they've won five out of the last 11 of these games too. It's, it, it's been rough and, and lopsided. I would love to see the Steelers get a victory the next time these two teams play. And I believe they're, yeah, they are playing in 2023. It's not going to be easy. That's, that's a really good team down there. And I, I respect it. Don't like the fans down there. I think even though there's only 25% of Jacksonville fans down there, they're very obnoxious. I went to a game there in 2014, I believe. Uh, they were, man, they were shouting some stuff against Ben, just uh, chanting as much as they could in the uh, concourses. It, it just wasn't the best environment. And I was actually shocked. There were a lot of Steeler fans there. There's 75% Steeler fans, but still the 25% that actually roots for that team down there, really obnoxious. But I do like what they're putting together down there. I think that team is going to be really good. I think it's going to be a tough one this year, but I really want the Steelers to nod that up at 14-14. I have those two playoff games stuck in my craw. And when Jacksonville's good and they keep the Steelers down, well, I've got a problem with that. So that's why they are ranked where they are here at number eight, let's go to number seven. And this is a team that I could have ranked a whole lot higher. And I think people are going to really be shocked that they're ranked as high as they are, but it's the Denver Broncos just for the fact that the Denver Broncos, and yes, I had an affair with them back in 1983. Cause I like the orange and I had an LA Jersey, but when they played the Steelers, it was never, man, I never rooted for the Broncos against the Steelers. Couldn't. I found out a lot about myself, but it was just, you know, having another team at the time when you're a kid and they're in the playoffs and the Steelers aren't. But the Broncos lead this series 2013 to one. Steelers have won the last two, which is great. That's how lopsided it was. In the playoffs, man, oh, that's a rough story, too. In the playoffs, the Broncos just have shellacked the Steelers over the years. I don't even want to say the record. It's just not good. But what I can say is the Broncos, they're doing things the weird way. Are they really significant to the Steelers right now? I don't know. But if you look, let's go back to, let's go back to 1991. The Broncos have beaten the Steelers just 11 times there, and the Steelers have only won six times in that time. So, man, the Steelers have not beaten this team a lot. That's why I kind of rank them up there with my hate because continue to lose to this team, it just becomes very grating. It, it really does to me. So let's go ahead and keep it going, my friends. We'll keep it going. We're going to look at the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, this is kind of simple to me. Their fans are obnoxious. I just don't like this team. I could have probably ranked them lower. I think a lot of people would rank this team lower. Steelers are 17 and 12 against this team, but they're one and three against them in the last four meetings. But if you look at the last 10 meetings, the Steelers are seven and three against them. And they, they do very well against the Buffalo Bills as of late, but it's just the last four years. And, and I just, I can't get behind the Bills Mafia. 
that's you know like i said i would love to see how everybody else would rank it for me it's just tough let's look at number five and it's the kansas city chiefs i think the kansas city chiefs are up there that high just for the fact that they're the chiefs and they are like was mentioned last week the new evil empire they're that team now that everybody's looking at they are the new new england patriots because of patrick mahomes they've won two not two in a row they've been in three of the last four super bowls steelers are 23 and 14 against this team they've lost the last three but in the last six they're tied at six and six in fact if you look at maybe the last 10 the steelers are six and four in the last 10 so it's only based on new history that i'm gonna go ahead and have them ranked this high i just have to let's look at number four yeah you knew this one was coming and you're probably surprised that i have them ranked at number four not higher but it's the new england patriots i have to do the division top three I actually considered putting New England ahead of Cleveland. Spoiler, Cleveland's number three. And the reason I considered it is because how Pittsburgh owns Cleveland. New England, as of late, man, they've just destroyed the Steelers. They now lead the series 18 to 16. But man, the Steelers have lost. Uh, Let's just put it this way. Only once, and that was 2018, since 2013 have the Steelers beaten this team they have lost a total of seven times since 2013 to the Patriots so they're one in seven Steelers owned this series at the very beginning starting in 1972 starting out winning four out of the first five and then having a five-game winning streak from the 80s to the 90s You know, but then Bill Belichick came in, Brady came in, and those playoff losses hurt. Like I said, there's a lot of people, there's going to be some people that rank these guys at number one, and that's your prerogative, and I get it. But for me, eh, man, don't I don't like this team whatsoever. And even though they're not good right now, well, they're just average. But for the Patriots, that's just not good. Even though they're there, yeah, I can't do it. I, I still can't uh, say that they should be ranked towards the bottom because I'm always I'm going to have that stuck in my craw for a long time. Like I said, the 1970s teams of the Raiders, that's equivalent to New England of the new century, of the new millennium. Let's just put it that way. Number three, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I already said it. I get it. Look, there's just so much history between these two teams. Most of the time, especially in the Ben Roethlisberger era, the Steelers have owned this team. But, and they still kind of own them now. You know, the Browns have only beaten the Steelers, and I'm not kidding you when I say this, four times since 2015. And remember, they play twice a year. Ben Roethlisberger owned the heck out of these teams. 
The only reason that the Browns have so many have a decent record. The only reason it's 80, 62 and one in favor of the Steelers is because, well, the Browns reeled off four, five, six, seven, nine in a row at the beginning. Steelers won one. And then to start off, they were one in 13 against this team. Yeah, the 1950s, pretty bad for the Steelers against the Browns. But that's ancient history. Since then, Steelers have romped. But then you get those Miles Garrett games when he's flinging helmets around. And you've got all the problems. That's when it happens. Look, what do you really want to know is, let's talk about the top two. I'm going to shock you. I live in Maryland, but I'm going to shock you. Number two is the Baltimore Ravens, and they're not number one. And the bottom line, the reason I'm ranking the Ravens number two, trust me, I'm going to abhor them. I'm going to hate them. But when the Ravens are playing the Cincinnati Bengals, most of the time I'm probably going to root for the Ravens because at this particular juncture, I cannot stand the Bengals. If we look at the last six games played between these teams, Steelers are five and one. And they lost that that 16 to 14 crappy game when Kenny Pickett got nailed on December 11th. This team's kind of a mess. And they don't trash talk the way Bengals do. Their fans don't trash talk. Their fans are kind of bandwagon fans. I get that. The Lamar Jackson story, this, this thing's kind of crazy. Steelers lead this series 33 to 25. I know it's tightened up a lot lately. I know Jeff Hartman's going to disagree with me. I know Jeff's listening to the show. Jeff has a lot of people. He works closer to Baltimore than I do. And he's a lot of people that uh, he's got to deal with all the time. I've got to deal with a lot of Baltimore fans too. And trust me, I despise this team. I despise this team a lot. I think Jeff does a little bit more than I do. And that's saying a lot because I hate this team. But I do respect the organization. I respected Eric DaCosta. I respected Ozzie Newton, the way it's put together. I had a rival fraternity when I was at Pitch Johnstown. And I was in one fraternity, they were in the other. We fought, we actually had a brawl once. We were the same people. You took our jackets off, we were the same guys. Recruited a lot of guys on the soccer team. We had a lot of soccer players here on bo- in both fraternities. We competed for the same guys, and that's why we hated each other so much. Because we were the same. And that's it. I actually think the Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers are very close to the same. So that's why they're ranked number two. And number one, without further ado, yes, it is the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I just absolutely hate these guys. Right now, I hate the Tiger Stripes. I hate everything about them. I hate how they were, woe is me. Everybody hates us in the playoffs when everybody respected the heck out of this team. Steelers are 68 and 39 all time against the Bengals. They're one and four against the Bengals in the last five games. But then before that, the Steelers reeled off a whole bunch of wins against this team. In fact, 
it was like 11 in a row since 2015. But it's recent history that's getting me. It's Tyler Boyd spouting off about how we made this team quit. You went to Pitt, you played on that field, and you're disrespecting this team. It's Joe Mixon. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to see any misfortune happening against anybody in this world. But I knew it was going to happen again. I feel bad against any victims of Joe Mixon. But I knew it was going to come around again. He didn't change his stripes. Did not. And now he's in trouble again. But everybody put that aside. Everybody forgot about that. And they're laughing because he's doing a fake coin toss in the end zone. When DeMar Hamlin's still in the hospital. Not a lot of people agree with me on that. I just thought that was classless. I think a lot of things that Bengals fans do, for the most part, there's good ones out there too. My boy B-Dirt, good, good guy. Yeah, I, I, just, I just can't get with it. Can't get with it at all. So the Bengals have my hate. They're number one with my hate. There you go. That's my rankings. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been bad language. And I got to tell you, I say this every week. I ain't apologizing for nothing.